The North Carolina General Assembly designated 2023 as NC Year of the Trail, marking the largest statewide celebration of trails and outdoor recreation in North Carolina's history. The North Carolina Year of the Trail celebrates North Carolina's vast and diverse collection of trails, greenways, and blueways, which showcase its diverse landscapes. Its grand mountain vistas, quiet rivers, vibrant urban greenways, coastal forests, and rolling hills of the Piedmont. These trails not only help make North Carolina a healthier, more accessible, and fun place to live, they also strengthen the economy in a big way. You see, the outdoor recreation industry in North Carolina has an economic impact of over $28 billion and provides over 260,000 jobs in the state. Trails are the cornerstone of the industry, and all of this is a large part of why North Carolina is the great trail state. Historically, the trail networks that make this all possible have rarely been part of the mainstream public discussion, but in 2023, that will change. In this episode, I sit down with Palmer McIntyre, North Carolina Year of the Trail Director, and Beth Hiley, a key voice and advocate on the planning committee, and we unpack and chat about all things NC Year of the Trail. We talk about the historic $29.5 million investment for state trails and the vision behind the largest statewide celebration of trails and the outdoor recreation in the old state's history. We also talk about how the NC Year of the Trail is meant to inspire people of all ages, abilities, and backgrounds to try trails, to demonstrate the importance of trails to elected officials, boost outdoor recreation tourism across the state through Year of the Trail events in all 100 counties, promote safe and responsible use of trails with the Outdoor NC principles, and to advance diversity and inclusion on our trails. The Year of the Trail campaign will reach communities with the message of how and where to experience trails that showcase North Carolina's beautiful landscapes, provide healthy recreation, and stimulate local economies. I am truly honored to share the story with you, and I'm grateful to the planning committee, the honorary committee, elected officials, and countless others who have worked tirelessly to make 2023 the NC Year of the Trail. You're listening to Exploration Local, a podcast designed to explore and celebrate the people and places that make the Blue Ridge and Southern Appalachian Mountains special and unique. My name is Mike Andrus, the host of Exploration Local. Join us on our journey to explore these mountains and discover how they fuel a spirit of adventure. We encourage you to wander far, but explore local. Let's go. So we're talking about the 2023 North Carolina Year of the Trail. That's going to be our topic today, and it is there's so much there, and it's going to take us a little bit to unpack that, but that's our effort today is to sort of unpack that, tell the story, the origin of it, what's happening, what's happening next year. So 2023 is going to be an exciting year. But before we do, I think it's really good to find out a little bit more about you, Palmer. I'd love to find out about the Piedmont Land Conservancy and the work that you're doing there. And then, Beth, you've actually switched roles from the Fontaflora Trail. So you were working in another passion area, and we're going to unpack that a little bit too. So, Palmer, take it away. Tell us about the Piedmont Land Conservancy. Well, I'm the conservation planner with Piedmont Land Conservancy, and Piedmont Land Conservancy is a regional land trust. We serve the triad region of North Carolina, nine counties around Greensboro, Winston-Salem, and High Point. And our mission is to 
protect natural and scenic lands, family farms, and open spaces. So similar to other land trusts across the state. We work with willing landowners. Um, we came into the trail business because we were given, gifted, a piece of land, about 200 acres, back in 2008. And it was an interesting story. Um, the woman inherited this property from her partner. She lived in California, had never seen the property before, um, but was a conservationist. And she looked us up on the internet and said, can we donate this piece of land to you? And we said, sure. It was a, it's a beautiful piece of land just near outside of uh, Stokesdale in Guilford County, in Rockingham County. And we wanted to come up with a plan of how to create a space that people and children of all ages could enjoy nature. So we designed a network of trails, of three miles of trails. We recruited a volunteer team and we built these trails and opened the preserve in 2013. And it's just been such a wonderful place for people to go and connect with nature, find a quiet spot. The trails are beautiful. There's little creeks and there's some hills to go over and it's all wooded it's a beautiful beautiful place and we host field trips out there with school kids um, regularly so it's just a place where people can connect with nature and so that led us to looking across our region and seeing what role we could play with trails at a regional level and we formed the Piedmont Legacy Trails Initiative in partnership with our Piedmont Trad Regional Council that's the Council of Governments and so we served 12 counties for this initiative, but we have organized a group steering committee, representatives from all 12 counties, all counties passed resolutions of support and support of trails. And they, our members of this initiative and steering committee have asked us to find more resources for mm. trails because that is the barrier to getting more trail on the ground. And that has led us to our work at the state level with the Great Trail State Coalition. Wonderful. And you had mentioned nine counties starting and then it expanded to mm -hmm. 12. And in a little bit, we're going to talk about the amazing 100 counties that is sort of part of the heart of connecting the 2023 year of the trail. So, all right, Beth. So you have switched up a little bit. Yeah, I got a lot going on. I wear so many hats. <laughs> I don't know which one I am that day. But today I will start by talking about founding Friends of the Valdez Rec. Yeah. Valdez is my hometown. And I had been down in the Raleigh area for about 15 years going to NC State and doing my electrical engineering job. And my son came along and it just seemed like maybe the rat race wasn't where I wanted to raise my son. So after he completed kindergarten in Wake County, we moved back here to my hometown and we were doing a lot of bike riding, hiking, canoeing, kayaking, whatever it was, we were outside all the time, but unfortunately having to drive. We would drive to Lake James State Park, South Mountain State Park, wherever to find an adventure. We were exploring local, but still having to drive. So the Parks and Rec Director at the time of Valdez told me about 300 acres on Lake Rodez that was available. And why didn't we get that to make a park? And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Why didn't somebody do that? <laughs> and I decided that person would be me. So I started Friends of the Valdez Rec with just the plan of getting the 300 acres on the lake. And we did that through community donations and state grants. We had to raise $1.3 million to buy the property. And then we went on to get another $2 million to um, have amenities, parking, restrooms, kayak launch, and stuff like that. So that was how I started getting into parks and trails, just kind of a selfish reason so we wouldn't have to drive. But with that brought on other opportunities. I was 
became treasurer of Friends of Fontaflora State Trail, part-time executive director, though we needed a full-time, and now I'm president of Friends of Fontaflora State Trail. But also, through Valdez, we have Wilderness Gateway State Trail coming. So I work with Foothills Conservancy on that a fair amount because it will be a loop into Valdez and through Valdez Lakeside Park. So I have that going on. And again, once you go into the trail business, it like just doesn't <laughs> stop. We have a new trail in Burke County called the River Trail Burke County, which will go through Valdez Lakeside Park and hit other municipalities. So just all of that. And again, with Friends of Fontaflora State Trail, that's where I met Judge Bob Hunter, who had started that group and was also interested in getting more funding for trails across the state. And so he had hooked up me, Palmer, Andrew Cota with Foothills Conservancy, and Kate Dixon with Mountains to Sea Trail, and Bill Holman with the Conservation Fund. And we started on this process, I think, March of 2020 to figure out how we can get funding for state trails, or all trails really was our goal. Well, I know that's a big undertaking. And so I think you're right. One of the things that you said that resonates with me is that once you do get involved with these trails, and I'm not nearly to the level that you all are, uh, it seems like it takes on a life form of its own and you can't help but be involved in more, want to get more resources, want to do the things that you're bringing these amazing trails to, to communities. So here's what's interesting. You also mentioned the River Trail of Burke County here, how it's connecting to communities. But the last time that we were together, we also talked about trails and how they connect people to communities, connect people to rural commerce, connect people to areas that maybe they hadn't seen before, or maybe they're seeing their towns in a, in a different way. And so that really seems to be something that is really kind of at the heart of North Carolina year of the trail to really kind of connect a lot of these. I mean, you have a really big ambitious goal of, of really kind of connecting almost a hundred counties, right? That's what I'm I'm kind of hearing, is that still kind of a big part of the plan for Year of the Trail in 2023? Well, there is a plan um, that the Department of Transportation has developed in partnership with communities across the state that is a plan to connect all 100 counties with a shared use pathway. Wow. With Year of the Trail, our goal is to have Year of the Trail events in every single county so that we can just promote how wonderful trails are for communities. And a tra- there are so many benefits to trails. I mean, the first thing is that they're free. Um, there's so no barrier to use. Anyone can go use them. They're open and available. All you just need is a decent pair of shoes, and, and off you go on your adventure. Um, and then they're just so beneficial in terms of, of health, mental, and physical well-being. Um, and there are places of community, points of pride. Mm. I mean, you know, like the Burke River Trail, that's a point of pride for this community, and the Valdez Lake Park. Um, so it gives people, you know, another way to discover their community and to discover North Carolina. That's right. Um, you know, and that the part of your podcast is Exploration Local. That's and, right. You know, That's there's right. so many ways to look at North Carolina from the landscape as opposed to out of the window of a car. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You hit it on the head. And also you brought up something that is really important because the last time that we were together, I do believe that we were still, it was uh, August of 2021. So we were kind of in covid we were still yep. in that COVID mode. And so we all know that people were beginning to really take to the outdoors for that mental piece, Palmer, that you bring up. And, you know, I know up here, up in the, the western part of the state, we were receiving record number of people that were coming into the area. And so what was happening is that some of the big popular places that people knew about, those are the places that were becoming a little bit overcrowded. But the beautiful thing about what you all are talking about and building is that in your own community, now you don't have to get in the car, as you're saying, and see it out the windshield or out the side of the car. Now I can see my own community in a new light and also be receiving all the uh, the physical, 
the mental well-being benefits of, of being on trail. So you have a really interesting story, Beth, about the River Trail of Burke County. So I know that this is something that's really passionate for you. And I think it kind of ties in a lot of the things that we've already started to talk about. So do you want to share a little bit more of that story? Oh, yeah, I would love to. In Burke County, we are a tier two county, which means we're a little bit distressed that we may not have all the best jobs or so many people above the poverty line and representative blackwell who covers burke county was looking for a way to bring something new to all the little municipalities in burke county we've lost our textile mills we've lost our furniture mills and there's just not much happening here and he was the bill sponsor for the wilderness gateway state trail the fonta flora state trail and the over mountain victory trail we talked back then when we talked before to be a state trail you have to have someone in the general assembly to pass a bill to be a state trail so he was already involved in trails and understanding what they could do for a community so his idea was to have this we've gone back and forth between the burke river trail and the river trail burke county but to have something come to each of the municipalities in burke county and bring some excitement so not just about the health and wellness of their residents but something to rally around and bring some economic development opportunities for and so the trail will follow the river but then dip down to each of the local governments who can bring it in their own way so in Drexel our small town of Drexel we have a, a barber shop there that has picking and grinning on Saturday mornings and it's an internationally known thing where people will just stop in with their banjos and start playing while some people are getting their hair cut so theirs may be called the barbershop way or something through there the trail's also going to go through the high school drawn high school here in our town and they're the wildcats so their section may be wildcat way but the incredible thing is when I've sent out landowner letters and saying, hey, a trail's coming your way is what opportunities have been uncovered? I thought people were going to say, no, not in my backyard, all those nightmares you hear. But it's been developers saying, oh my gosh, a trail in my neighborhood, that's possible. And so it's kind of spurred on their development. Maybe they've been sitting on that parcel. We have 100 acres on the lake and the landowner's like, yeah, I want the trail right on the river. This is going to be a great amenity. And we have another one in a town that is 11 acres and they want the trail to come through their parcel and have housing and commercial on the main strip. So it's just been unreal, the excitement. You know, I think sometimes it takes two things. The trail by itself might be so-so, and a developer by themselves might be so-so. But when they cross paths, it's like, oh my gosh, we've got something here. And all these towns that have just been like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? There's something happening, something to talk about, and everybody's rallying around it. And it's like one trail. This one is just 20 miles um, in Burke County. is like bringing a lot of excitement and opportunity. Oh, that's good. And Palmer, just a moment ago, you were talking about how the year of the trail, you want to have, there's an effort to have all hundred counties being as excited as Beth is about a trail or the possibility of trails in, in their own communities. So I'd love to unpack that a little bit more, but before we do, I'd love to just kind of give a high vision view of the North Carolina year in the trail, year of the trail, excuse me. And those things don't just happen overnight. So there are passionate people who are bringing solutions, bringing ideas to legislators, to developers, to business owners, and so forth. So I'd love to talk about maybe how this started. Was it just a seed of thought around a kitchen table? Where did this come from? And I think it has a connection with how the two of you all have connected as well, right? 
right? (laughs) (laughs) So it really started with the coalition and going back to resources. So traditionally, the state of North Carolina has received pass-through dollars from the federal government that would help fund trail projects, but not provided their own funds for trail projects. And so the coalition, the Great Trail State Coalition, came together. It included some nonprofit organizations, a few local governments, and we were trying to figure out how to ask the General Assembly to invest in trails across the state. And um, so as part of that, we thought, well, we need to generate some excitement about trails. And let's look and see what other states have done to do that. Because other state General Assemblies and legislatures have invested in trails. And some of the models we looked at were a year of the trail. And so we saw that Ohio and Indiana had had a year of the trail, but they were kind of small legislative events. And we thought, let's do it here and let's make it big Mm. and exciting. And so we thought, really, that would be a great strategy to get a lot of people excited about trails and get communities excited about trails. And at the same time, you know, the pandemic is starting to happen. And at the same time, you know, people are looking for outdoor spaces and communities, especially rural communities like here in Valdez, you know, are trying to figure out how to bring more tourism in. And they're looking at their outdoor recreation assets more and more. Um, So it's all kind of coming together at the right moment in time. And this is such a great chance to celebrate and promote and highlight trails all across the state. And it's kind of, I just thought about this, the intersection of two things. We were starting this funding idea in March of 2020, and that's when the pandemic started. And so, like, it couldn't have been better timing. I mean, who wants the pandemic? But it really showed how important the outdoors were. And that was when we need funding. And, oh, my gosh, we need more outdoor space. And it all worked together. Yeah. So just perfect timing if you were going to plan it. Talk about some of the people that helped to push that forward. And some of the things that you all had to do to really get people behind the effort. We know we had COVID, so that's helpful. But it really takes some a, a grassroots crowdsourcing kind of a way to get people to get on board. How did you do that and what obstacles did you run into, if any? I will say one of the first people on my end and working different parts of the state, Palmer will probably see different people as the key. One was Judge Bob Hunter. He's in Marion, and he had been a legislator. He's actually the person who passed the State Parks Act and got Lake James State Park started. He was still involved with Lake James and what was going on and wanted to um, do more for state trails, and that's why he started Friends of Fontaflora State Trail. And he is has a relationship with Governor Cooper. So there was... Bob Hunter talking to Governor Cooper about how important trails were and just the people in our area with Foothills Conservancy and myself we kind of started talking this area and I have a relationship with Representative Blackwell who is current representative and as I talked about all about state trails so having that connection helped me and then Palmer had different connections. Well, and we just started working with uh, Kate Dixon, um, who was now the retired executive director of the Mountains of Sea Trail. And that, as you know, was started by Howard Lee many, many years ago, 40 years ago, maybe. And so we just started thinking, how can we put get a bill that to designate North Carolina Year of the Trail? And who do we need to get involved to do that? And and it really was Representative Blackwell who, who did offer to lead, be the lead sponsor of the bill and then we got others to sign on and it was just such an interesting process. I, I haven't personally had a lot of experience in Raleigh in the legislative arena but it was so fascinating to see this bill you put it up and all these co-sponsors sign on and immediately we knew there's a lot of excitement about this. 
people really recognize the value of trails. And so immediately um, it, it started to gain some momentum. But it definitely took some work. I mean, we had to keep keep working, keep making introductions and keep presenting why our trail is important. And, you know, we tried to build the case for that and present some information to the General Assembly. And that includes the economic piece of it. You know, trails bring value to communities. Trails are an investment um, of infrastructure that bring value. And so, something that, that we started talking about early on was, you may remember that North Carolina is known as the good road state. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, so that's a movement that started in the early 1900s, you know, to get farmers out of the mud, you know, to start make, to transfer transfer of goods easier across our state. We had lousy roads. North Carolina decided to invest in the road infrastructure. And I think now we have one of the you know biggest networks of state maintained roads and highways in the country. And so, you know, we're known as the good road state. Well, part of our work at the coalition is we're the great trail state. So, uh, we're, you know, use that model of the good road state and amplify it and say, North Carolina is the great trail state. We have so many trail resources across, all across our state, from the mountains, through the Piedmont, to the coast. And it's just such a great way to discover North Carolina. So as part of this branding, North Carolina's the great trail state, is let's invest in this infrastructure, just like you would invest in roads back in the early 1900s. Let's invest in trails, and that's going to make North Carolina a better place to live for all of us. I have to add in real quick, one more person in that core group that we can't forget is Bill Holman with the Conservation Fund. And that was just so critical because he's been working with legislators for so long. He's a part of Land for Tomorrow, which is kind of all the land trust. So we drew on his experience a lot. Like, when do we go to these legislators? When do we knock on their doors? When do we have a grassroots effort getting everybody in North Carolina to write letters to their legislators? When do we lay back? So he was very important in helping guide us. Like, it had been a while since Judge Bob Hunter had been in the legislation. So maybe he didn't know all the key techniques. So I just needed to point Bill out as an important person. But then it did take a grassroots effort of everybody writing letters, talking, our contacts with people. And again, like Kwame was saying, getting everybody excited about trails so then we could go in and ask for funding for trails. We've mentioned this a couple of times in in reference, but let's unpack a little bit about the Great Trail State Coalition. Let's unpack that a little bit and talk a little bit more about kind of who's involved in that, how that came to be, and the great work that that group is doing, because it's a a really huge engine behind your whole effort, right? Mm -hmm. We started talking about it probably in late 2019, early 2020, of just how can we work together to try and get some more resources from the state. And it was mostly nonprofits, and it was a lot of nonprofits, land trusts, conservation groups, um, and also groups that were affiliated with state trails that had already been authorized and so we decided that it would we could work together and deliver the message to the general assembly that trails would be a really good place to invest and we had a lot of great examples of projects that had brought value to communities Um, a lot of great projects are ready to go and they're ready for investment and uh, one of the challenges that small communities have like like in tier two counties um, or smaller rural communities is that um, in order to access federal funds for trails, you have to pay a cash match. And it's hard on small towns to come up with a 20% cash match for millions of dollar projects because paved, paved trails are expensive. And we represent all types of trails 
the coalition does. We represent natural surface trails as well as paved trails. And blue ways too, right? Blue ways as yeah. well. Paddle trails are part of it. We, we like to say it's all muscle-powered trails. <laughs> but, but in particular for small communities to be able to access federal dollars for paved trails, coming up with that cash match is, is very challenging. Okay. So there's a lot of great projects out there that are ready for investment, but there's just not that investment available at the local level. Okay. So is a big part of what you are doing then with the Great Trails State Association or Coalition to help raise those funds? Is that a, a key piece and a big part of what that group is about? Our goal is to secure sustained state funding for trails, for all kinds of trails. Good. So that, that's how we formed. That's what we're after. And that's why we went after the year of the trail designation, because we felt like that would be just a great opportunity to just showcase trails across the state and invite legislators to all the events that all these communities are going to have next year and so that they can see how important trails are to their constituents and their communities. After the year of the trail bill was passed, we didn't sit on our laurels. That's when we went after funding for state trails. And we ended up winning in the long, in long session of 2021, $29.5 million for state trails. And our goal was to get funding for all trails, but we accepted that. We weren't going to say no way. We right. took that, which is a great thing for all the 12 state trails across North Carolina. And now in this next long session coming up in 2023, while we're celebrating trails, we're going to go back and ask for all trails to be included because it's important for the small communities that don't have a state trail or don't have anything going on to be able to start their own little Burke River trails. So $29.5 million, that's the first time, right, that any investment was ever made at that level for trails in the state of North Carolina. Is that is that yes, right? Yes, yes. And so what's even more amazing to me about that is that the Trails Act, I forget the exact name, Paul Marie, I know that you know, but 50 years ago in 1973 was the first Trails Act that was that was passed, right? So that was the first recognition that we have something special in North Carolina and we're going to put a name to it and we're going to put some emphasis to it, right? That's right. The North Carolina Trails Act. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 50 years later, or maybe just less than 50 years later, we have this huge investment in capital for these these projects and there's still much more obviously that that needs to happen but that's yeah. a really big deal. Excellent point that we went 50 years with no funding. I yeah, don't, let's not make it another really 50, right? <laughs> right, just another 50 months and I think we'll be on to our next segment here. Awesome. I'd love to just jump right in and let's see what year of the trail is actually going to look like. North Carolina year of the trail is a year-long celebration of all kinds of trails across the state. So it's really meant to be a public awareness campaign so that people find out information about trails, so that they're inspired to try trails, so that we boost tourism in local areas, highlight what the trail opportunities are for people and exploring different parts of our state. So it really is a celebration and most of the content that we'll be sharing out will be will be stories about different trails or people who are connected with trails and that will be mostly through social media. So we uh, definitely want to drive people to our social media channels at, at Great Trails NC. We've had a great team planning Year of the Trail for over a year and a half and we have built in a lot of really exciting elements to the campaign. Um, one is, is that PBS NC will be developing an original 30-minute documentary 
called 10 to Try, featuring 10 different trail types from across the state to get people excited about trying them. And they'll be working in trail programming throughout the year to their like NC Weekend program and other programs they have. Um, that effort's been fully funded by the State Employees Credit Union. They're the sponsor of that. Uh, we had a call for artists. Uh, we invited artists to submit their work because we wanted to select five artists to do an original piece for us that we could use in a variety of different ways um, to showcase trails. So maybe a mural in a small town or maybe a T-shirt or a poster. Um, so we had 32 entries and we selected five fantastic artists to work with and we'll be sharing more information about who those artists are in the very near future and can't wait to share their artwork and another big piece of this is just telling stories um, through videos and and other interactive media about just transformative stories of trails and places and people um, from across North Carolina because there's a lot to share we've just had a great creative team working on this and we've been fortunate with funding from state parks some funding from visit and see and the department of natural and culture resources and some and some corporate partners as well so it's just going to be a fantastic campaign and it's um, going to be a great year we're excited for 2023 so the types of trails that are made up within this year of trail the ones that you're going to be celebrating are are we talking about just trails that are you know part of recreation programs or part of state trails like are i know there's a lot of different surfaces that it makes up but are there a lot of different types of trails too so i had mentioned to you all about harnett county last weekend being out there and hiking in some trails and as you're talking palmer i'm making a connection between the financial piece about the recreation piece about all of that and i was just seeing something new for the first time. So I don't know if those kind of trails are included or is it, is it just a broad stroke? If it's a trail, it's in there. It's all trails. Yeah. It's anything you want to do. So as Palmer says, muscle powered trail. So anywhere you want to bike, paddle, hike, bike, ride a horse, ride a horse. Yeah. We got to get it all in there and wherever you want to do it. So, um, that's kind of the beauty of it. Valdez Lakeside Park started out just a park within itself and we have 11 miles out there. We always have a first Sunday group hike for people in the community. It's turned into more social because everybody's gotten used to the park, but we will brand those now as year of the trail events. So some people may have not thought about hiking before or being outside, but they're going to see all these billboards, radio ads, magazines, like constantly it's going to be in your face. And they're like, maybe I should go to one of those group walks (laughs) finally. So it's anybody and it doesn't have to be a big party, a big presentation. Just if you're already doing something, invite the community and invite some of your friends to come out and, and be with others and get used to being on the trail and learn something new. Oh, that's so cool. Now, as you talk to people around the state, and I'm sure that you all have some level of connection with all these hundred counties at, at some level, I would imagine to tell me about the energy that's out there with them, the things that they're excited about some, maybe some ideas. I don't know if it's the time you can kind of disclose all those great ideas that are going to be happening in these hundred counties, but it's right around the corner. 2023 is like on us. It's it's here really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been planning for a long time. But we have communicated information with everyone across the state. I feel like we've been pushing out this information for a while. And there's just a lot of excitement. And our goal from the state level is just to give communities the resources so that they can take this and run with it. And so we have, at the state level, we worked really hard to develop tools and assets and resources that local communities can use. So we have a whole logo branding system 
they can they have access to that we've developed a community toolkit full of ideas full of templates you know we want to make this easy for people so there's like a proclamation you can get your local governing body to adopt there's some stickers you can with your county name on it you can place an order for that so there's all different little things tricks and ideas and resources that that communities can use to plan local year the trail events because that's what we want to see we just want to see a lot of excitement we don't want to make it hard so if it's an event you're already doing just call it a year of the trail event yeah just to draw that attention to it yeah so some of the people who have responded back to that are can you give us a little sort of appetizer appetizer of the some of the the communities and some of the things that they're doing yeah i will say burke county since i'm here and i think i nag people a lot (laughs) uh, we're planning our discover burke trails event for the weekend of march 11th so three days of friday saturday and sunday saturday being the big event of um, outdoor gear specialist with their products and speaker series in the afternoon with Jennifer Farr Davis and the botanist from Grandfather Mountain. So we're going to have that organized event with food trucks and everything on Saturday afternoon. But we have so many great resources here with four state trails in Burke County and two state parks that all the uh, those areas will be doing guided hikes, whether they be mountain bike, hiking, paddle, whatever, even like Bowdy's Lakeside Park. Anybody's going to kind of pile on their activities for the weekend. So we hope people will come here to Burke County for the weekend and see what all we have going on. And so talk about some of the smaller communities, if you will, because Palmer, you mentioned that, and Beth, you've mentioned that. And I think it's really kind of, you know, it, it's common knowledge that some of these smaller communities, they're now sort of reinventing themselves or finding, you know, as they lose textile or business or whatever it may be, they're using really kind of the outdoors as, as a gateway. Are there towns that are out there that they're just really sort of wrapping their arms around this and saying, we want to be involved in this. We, you know, we, we really want to use your community toolkit, which is amazing, by the way, I was on the website last night. So I went to look at your press kit and I realized that that was the template as you were saying. So I was looking for the press kit and I found the template. So that's cool. But are there communities that are out there that are just like really, really embracing this right now saying, help me help us kind of a thing. I like to point to Elkin. So yeah. Elkin that's a good one. Surrey County. And it's, you know, a former manufacturing town lost all of their manufacturing business. And so they had to look at themselves and say, what do we want to be? And they looked at all the resources around. There's Stone Mountain State Park nearby. There's the Yadkin Valley with the vineyards nearby. And the Mountains to Sea Trail is coming through, as well as the Overmountain Victory Trail. So they looked at all those assets and said, you know, we can be a trail town. And the economic development community the town council, you know, everyone's got on board with this vision of being a trail town. And they host every year in early June, North Carolina Trails Day. So um, they they have a big festival up there, and that will be another event for next year. Yeah. And, you know, we can't forget Old Ford. I know you spend yeah. a lot of time yeah, there right. with everything going on with Fontaflora Trail there and the Forest Service Trails. I mean, that is really turning that small community around in a positive way. So, it really shows the impact of what trails, just natural surface trails, can do for your area. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're so right. But across the state, even in some of our more rural you know, counties, our farming communities to the east, are there any communities out there that, um, you know, I just, I just don't have like everyday exposure to them, but are there any counties out there that are really kind of embracing this or talking to you all about ways that, you know, they would like to get involved with this too? Well, the Mountains of Sea Trail goes all the way across the state. Yeah. So they do have a, a pathway. It's not all 
trail yet. There's some roadway, and they're working on it, but it will go all the way across the eastern part of the state over to the coast. And the East Coast Greenway is oh. also another trail that is in eastern North Carolina. So I didn't. The, can you say more about that? Sure. The East Coast Greenway is a greenway, a continuous path from Maine to Florida. So it's all up and down the East Coast. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And North Carolina has more miles on the ground than any other state. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of designated East Coast Greenway trail, particularly in the Triangle area. But it does, there's a coastal path, and then there's the, the main path, but it's in the eastern part of the state. But if you look at, if you look at a trail map for the state, we don't, we don't have one. But, it, but if you were to look, imagine where all the trails are, there's a lot in the mountains. There's a good amount in the Charlotte area. There's growing amount in the Triad. There's a lot in the Triangle area. The eastern North Carolina probably is is where there are more gaps in trail resources. Okay. There's some opportunity to develop more trails out there. Yeah, yeah. But there are some. Okay, all right. Very cool. Yeah, that I never even heard of this trail. So, you know, the interesting thing when people listen to the podcast, sometimes they say, I've lived here my whole life, and yet I'm finding out new things. And I'm like, well, I've lived here for a long time, too. I had no <laughs> idea. I lived in that eastern part of the state for a little bit. Okay, cool. All right, so it's really important. What I keep hearing from you all over and over is that it's not only important for the trails, but it's important for even for some first timers. Y'all have mentioned that a couple of times about really getting people out on our trails that maybe haven't had any exposure, making sure that they're inclusive, that people from all walks are able to use our trails. How important is that? And I know it's probably a rhetoric question, but really how important is it that, that first timers or maybe people that are uh, maybe hiking or exercise curious, you know, or going to transition to those people that are really users of your trails? Well, one of the goals really is to just get people excited about trails. So get them to just try and experience. And part of it is just educating people on where to find a trail. So one of the key points of our campaign for Year of the Trail is, this, is a website. It's greattrailsnc.com. And it's meant to be really user-friendly just to show people what kind of trail opportunities are out there. There's a find a trail page to help people find where to go because you may not know where to go. Um, So there's a lot of resources out there to help people find trails. And then how to use trails safely. So these are some things we've included in our toolkit. Um, I think one of the things that we, it's very important to weave into this campaign is uh, the outdoor NC leave no trace principles yeah. because you know we have impact whenever we go out on a trail there is an impact so we just want to make sure people are thinking about how to use trails safely and responsibly so we can minimize that impact or avoid negative impacts so that's another important part of the campaign is just making sure people are are aware of what those principles are mm. you know it's basically stay on the trail take out your trash um, don't you know, be careful with fire. So yeah. there's, you know, there's seven different principles that yeah. are outlined there, but that's, that's an important part too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing of getting people out on trails, now it's kind of known that recreation leads to conservation. Palmer talked about being with her land conservancy and it wasn't until a few years in that someone approached them with land and wanting trails. And that's happening with a lot of the land conservancies now that like, why are we protecting all these acres and keeping them secret from everybody, not letting people get out and explore. And once you start walking on a trail or riding your bike, you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We need more of this. We need to protect what we have. And so that, I think, I don't know if you've ever written it down, but that's kind of like a goal to make sure that we are saving more green spaces in the great state of North Carolina. 
you're so right. And because I was very much that same way too. So uh, we, we talked about Peter Barr before we started coming on to the podcast and recording here. And he really opened my eyes to a lot of things in terms of land conservancy, conservation, the importance of it. And, and one of the things is I got more involved in that is, is I think you're exactly right. You, you start to take a little bit of an ownership. You take pride in the fact that, you know, this trail is in my community and, you know, I, I want to do something to help it, to be on a work crew, you know, to do something to kind of preserve it because all this money's coming in to build, but there's really not probably a whole lot of money to, to maintain all of these trails. And so it really requires somebody to be bought in, to become an ambassador, to exercise, you know, the leave no trace principles. And yeah, so it, it kind of all ties together. But yeah, I think as you get more people involved, they, they take ownership and they get excited about it and they want to protect it. Yeah. And, and one of the things we want to do with this campaign too, is to acknowledge the role of volunteers in trail construction and maintenance, because it's tremendous. Just the effort that goes into building trails. I think we talked about that a little while ago, yeah. um, but there's just a lot of, of, sweat equity that that goes into maintaining particularly natural surface trails yeah oh gosh yeah so it's right. been amazing because a natural surface trail you can kind of guess will be about twenty five thousand dollars for a mile and here in valdez we're pretty poor and we really pushed our volunteers or our donors to the limit getting um, close to five million dollars for the park itself but we wanted more trail and more trail and so um, all volunteers were out there building by hand like even the start and we had one of my neighbors up here came and built one day and he said this is for the birds is there not a better way to build this trail and i said well i've heard people get excavators but that costs money and i don't know and he's like well we'll pay for that so that was the first person willing to give us money to rent an excavator an excavator here in this area is a thousand dollars for a week and so i'm like well who's going to run this excavator so my husband watched a bunch of youtube videos and figured out how to run an excavator to build trail so that's how we started building trail here <laughs> as a whole family the family who builds trail together stays together yeah. we're out there building with an excavator and i just called before you came to get uh, the excavator for monday bobcat lenore great to work with <laughs> and um, so we're going to be building some burke river trail on monday and um so that's like volunteers are where it's out and so i have a crew that just keeps coming out and you know we're there from dawn to dusk just like tired and hungry and getting grouchy but like they want to give back they want more miles of trail and it's just amazing amazing yeah you know it reminds me in our area in hendersonville we have a couple of trails in henderson county and transylvania county you have the acousta trail that is underway trying to raise funds for that there actually there's already been a few million i forget the number so i'm sorry conserving carolina you we can go to their website they, they know exactly how much but what's interesting is that people are already starting to form work crews on that trail the moment that it was announced that we have the land for this now that um, it's been put in trust and and people you know just were so excited that they were just putting work crews and we're like this thing could be you know, seven years out, but they're already on the trail doing some work and removing, you know, invasives and all of those sorts of things. So they're completely fired up about this. And then you can see all these work crews that just grow and grow and grow. So, 
Yeah, and even here in our county, starting at COVID, I started a Trailblazers crew of high school kids. So any kid across the county could join, and we would go and learn from, maybe we went to Foothills Conservancy and learn from their trail coordinator, or we talked to a trail designer, and then we would actually build trail or maintain trail or, you know, just have something to get their frustrations out. So <laughs> that was a great thing. Like, I'm not sure any of the kids we had were going to go on to be trail builders, but they, they you know, starting, as we said, recreation for conservation, they started to get the feel of what goes into making these trails, what are we trying to protect, and um, it's just awesome to get everybody out and now we just have a whole building generation that like yeah you're supposed to maintain your own trails and that's the way you want it you want to start them young and then the way they they, they grow up they understand that this is part of their ethos and their life and yeah i mean what what better way to do that so we talked about officials here um state legislators and we talked about representatives and and people that have helped you all along the way get off the ground but there's a need across the state for that I would imagine as well in, in all of these different areas. And so I understand that part of what you all want to do is to really kind of show elected officials just how important these trails are to North Carolina. Um, well, not just to North Carolinians, but to their communities as well. And I, I imagine that's across the entire state is where we really need all of our elected officials to really embrace and understand what you're trying to do. Yes, and we're asking communities as they plan events next year, be sure to invite your local legislators to come. Invite them out for a hike, too. Sometimes it just needs to be a personal invitation. Mm. And that's where you see it's like it's once you see it and you feel it, you can really appreciate it. So what about other nonprofits, too? So you have the government, um, uh, excuse me, elected officials, but nonprofits and also business partners. You want them to be a part of this mission as well and even be a part of the the coalition, too, I would imagine. Well, the coalition does have uh, we have 50 members right now. We're growing. Um, We have nonprofit members, local government members, and we have industry partners as well, um, groups that help plan and construct trails and greenways. Um, so we, we'll continue to grow the coalition because as a whole, um, we, we can really carry the message that trails are a worthy investment. Yeah. And, and we so- need to have that united front. Like before we started this group effort, maybe Foothills Conservancy was going to ask legislators for um, a part of fund or the land and water fund, things that were relevant to them. And they would be going by themselves. And Piedmont Conservancy would be going by themselves. It was all like a scattered effort. So coming together as a whole group, asking for the same thing has really made us a force to be reckoned with. Because, you know, it's not like just my little group wants this. How can I make that happen? It's like everybody coming at once with all the legislators, over 100 representatives and our 50 senators, they're all being asked for something that's the same so they can talk amongst themselves it's not like get my project and don't get your project it's like let's all do this project together and we need people in the coalition and we need funding in the coalition because we are powerful with ourselves but we also need a lobbying group to help take us to the next level this has been something I know Palmer's learned a lot and I have too like you need a representative there in Raleigh the whole time talking to people catching them in the hallways I was fortunate enough this summer, my son served as a House page and a Senate page to see what goes on down there. And I was able to walk the halls and go into offices and say, hey, don't you want to know about trails and stuff? But you need somebody a little more um, experienced and professional than me doing that. So that's what we need to have a voice together to be able to have funding for lobbyists and our one pagers. You know, it's amazing. Now I've learned the one pager is very critical to put all your facts on one sheet. So all that takes funds to make happen. 
So how was your experience with Fonta Flora Trail? How did that translate into this experience here now? Because I remember you telling me that, gosh, you know, we have this stretch of trail and it's going across multiple municipalities and it's going across multiple governments. And so you were very instrumental in trying to pull all of them together and really trying to get them on the same page. I, that was one of the big takeaways from that Fonda Florida Trail episode. Yeah, so this is just to the next level of trying to get everybody across the state to work together and ask for the same thing. And we kind of, we didn't have a hiccup, thankfully, but when that state trail funding came down, the $29.5 million, that was distributed to the state trails based on how much trail they had left to complete. So the amount each state trail got was very different. Some, you know, around 500,000, maybe some a few million. And so some feelings were hurt and some were like partying and stuff but we made a conscious decision then that we're staying together like we're not going to have hurt feelings or uh, we're not going to go try to do our own thing we're more powerful together so we made the decision then that we are sticking together we're going to add more to our group and again just getting everybody on board to see that this is the best thing for the state um, is what's making a difference wow very good Palmer, you have any reflections on that? I know you the not so much about the the Fonda Flora State Trail, but just all the effort that goes behind trying to pull all these constituencies together and all these legislators together and it, get them on the same page. It does take a lot of effort. It takes a lot of meetings <laughs> and it just takes a lot of time, but the payoff can be really big. I think in just in terms of having people rally around a single purpose. And just demonstrating how important that is to so many different people across the state. That's been exciting. Yeah, I can only imagine. That's so cool. So what have we not covered yet that you really want people to know about the 2023 North Carolina Year of the Trail? We just want people to get excited about trails. I mean, look for the information that we're starting to put out there. There's going to be billboards on the highways. There's going to be radio messages print messages um, social media is our big thing so okay. we would love for people to follow us on instagram facebook tiktok youtube um, at great trails nc is our handle um, so follow us and comment and like and share um, so we just want to get more as many people as possible engaged and our biggest kickoff or not our biggest but our first kickoff is january 1st North Carolina first day outdoors. So we want everyone to go and find a trail adventure on the first day of the year. You know, start that year off with good trail intentions. And uh, all our state parks will be offering first day hikes. But if you're not near a state park or you just want to go off somewhere by yourself or with a small group of friends, then go find a trail experience closer to home or or maybe go to just a different part of the state and find a trail. But, you know, January 1st is a great day to get outside and explore a trail. That's cool. Is there like a hashtag or something that are behind this that people can be tagging you all on? Yes, it's hashtag Great Trails NC. Nice. Right? Yeah. Hashtag Great Trails NC. And... For first day outdoors, we're going to be offering prizes. So if people post a picture of their outdoor adventure on January 1st and put in the hashtag, they'll be eligible to win a free merch pack. All right, cool. You're the trail merchandise. I like it. I like it. Oh, speaking of that, like any t-shirts or merch or anything like that, is is, is stuff for sale on a website? It is. Yeah, we have a store on the website. Okay. Um, there are, right now, it's got t-shirts and stickers and hats are coming in soon. 
So we'll keep adding as the year goes on. Hopefully to add some water bottles and cool. other things. Cool. And I will say we want to be very open about this so it's easy, as Palmer said, with the toolkit that you can download the logos and put them on your own T-shirt. So if you're having like at Valdez, we're having our 5K and 10K trail runs. So we want to put a year of the trail logo on that. And I guess I just thought about this because the logo I was wanting more is we want out of this to become the great trail state. That is our next level after this, that after Year of the Trail is over, we just don't go back to our daily lives of watching TV. We're going to keep pushing and branding North Carolina as the great trail state. And so when people are in Switzerland, you're talking about later, they'll be like, what do we do when we go to the United States? <laughs> oh, well, North Carolina is the great trail state. Let's go there and hike and bike and ride some horses Yeah, and paddle. And paddle. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, it, it's a great state, and it's full of so many natural resources i mean we're so fortunate in this in this region in this state you know in particular i think so it's i think it's probably one of the reasons that we're all three proud to call the state home indeed indeed yep absolutely and we've talked before even your episode that i've literally lived all over the world and traveled and this is like where i want to be like there's there's no place else so i think that's just one more great thing if we have the moniker of the great trail state i think that's huge so we'll get there right Oh, definitely. We yes. probably are there already. <laughs> yeah, we probably are. We Let's just need just more say people it. We to are know the it. Great Trail State. That's yeah. right. We can say that. Cool. Well, listen, thanks for your time. This is great. This is one of these conversations that I could keep asking you questions over and over and over, but there's so much more to know. There's so much more to get excited about, but just thank you for the effort because it's it's not easy. Oh, one thing we did not mention was we're sitting here talking about the year of the trail, but the genesis of it was right here in this oh. very same place, wasn't it? This yes. is where you got somebody. Yes. Representative I, Blackwell. Yeah, we were here. Representative Blackwell came in March of 2020, excuse me, 2021. And we were getting an update from Foothills, Foothills Conservancy on the Wilderness Gateway State Trail. That's going to come right past my house here in Tavaldi's. And they were talking about that trail. And I'd already been kind of hinting to Representative Blackwell that we're going to be doing this year of the trail. And it would be great if um, he would be our sponsor. So finally that day, after months of kind of hinting, I just said, hey, will you do this? We need a bill sponsor. And he committed to doing that and went back to Raleigh and found some co-sponsors to go with him who were uh, Representative Arp, Representative Strickland, and Representative Hurley. So the four of those make a primary sponsor on the bill. And that passed unanimously in the House for a year of the trail. And then it went to the Senate. And it was all but one who I think their finger slipped or something. So I'm going to go with unanimous on that. You know, they push a little button to vote. And then the governor okayed it. So that was the starting here where we're sitting now from March of 2021 to now. We're getting ready to celebrate Year of the Trail. So cool. Well, listen, thanks again for your time. Hopefully, maybe we can come back in the middle of this event, middle of the year, and let's kind of talk about the impact it's making. And if not the middle, definitely at the end of the next year, I'd love to have you back on and we can kind of talk about just the impact that this made in maybe individuals' lives, because I'm sure there's going to be some amazing stories that come out of this and also amazing stories of communities too. So Hopefully we can do that again. But just thanks for your time and your effort. Um, both of you, I know that you just you just don't stop. You just keep pushing. <laughs> you, you called yourself the professional nagger, you know, yeah, I think yeah. before, um, Beth. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Mike. And it's good to be in person. I have to say, um, Palmer and I went two years having never seen each other because we got to know each other starting with the pandemic. And it wasn't until that trails our state trails group in march so two whole years we were just zooming and talking on the phone so it's like crazy and now like i don't know 
She's my best friend, kind of in a weird way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to be your neighbor with this view. (laughs) That's exactly right. Well, she has enough land. You have a cabin over there. I'll put a cabin over here. Yeah, it's not too far away from my work. Seems to kind of be in the middle. Um, And we'll have a trail coming right by with the Wilderness Gateway State Trail. Yeah, yeah, with all kinds of other trails nearby, too, so... Yeah, Burke County. It's shout out to Burke County. It's it's an amazing place. So is Guilford County. I live there too. So you have some great trails there as well. That's right. But anyway, yeah. Thank you very much. It's been an honor to sit down with you and sort of unpack all the hard work that you all have been doing, but that will be doing too. So we know there's going to be a lot. Thank you. Thanks. In North Carolina, we are the product of our environment. The people who can greet a sea breeze in the morning and tuck into a mountain chill at night who sprout from land that rolls across the hills of the Piedmont, who shape cities that hustle and bustle besides glistening rivers. Across this vibrant stretch of southern soil, a system of trails unfurls into limitless opportunity. These trails are a place of refuge and recreation. They connect us to the very essence of the state, to its natural splendor, to its storied winding history, and with our active use and care, to its future. Because we blaze and sustain trails together, those born and bred here, and those beckoned by the promise as the great trail state. Down rugged trailheads and through city parks, there is a trail for each of us. An invitation for bikers, hikers, paddlers, and riders. For amblers, explorers, and commuters. Craving the inhale of impossibly crisp air, we meet mountains and look over the edge of the earth. The lull of Atlantic tides pulls us back to sandy paths. With the wind in our hair and a rush of adrenaline, we weave and bob alongside buildings that scrape the clouds. Along these trails, we lead and we follow. With kids on our shoulders, dogs trotting behind, critters burrowing below and flying above, we march on our own and we build community. We find purpose, generation after generation. We laugh and we sweat and we reflect. We take on epic adventures, or we might just take a moment. We need trails to move, to play, to discover, because North Carolina's trails are for all of us. This is the anthem for North Carolina Year of the Trail. To find out more about the North Carolina Year of the Trail and to learn how to get more involved, visit greattrailsnc.com. Also, be sure to check out the show notes for links to many of the people and things that we talked about in this episode. Well, that's going to do it for this episode and for 2022. Thanks for all your support in 2022. I'll be back in late January to kick off 2023 with even more great content and exciting collaborations. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please consider leaving us a review. It truly does help us reach more people. And if you know someone who might enjoy the podcast, be sure to share this episode with them. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And again, please keep those episode suggestions coming. You can email them to me at mike at explorationlocal.com. Well, until we meet again, I encourage you to wander far, but explore local.